Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Confused with the Bee Gees, the other, his brothers, Maurice, Barry, and Robin, I believe. This is Andy, the youngest. I think they're all gone now except Barry. He's the last one standing. Andy died, of course, very young. I don't think he was even 30. But uh, there you are, Andy Gibbs, starting off this week's episode of Cover to Cover with I Just Want to Be Your Everything. And you're probably asking why. Alex, I know you're probably asking why. Yeah. I'm and I'll tell you why. Because according to Billboard magazine or Billboard charts, whatever you want to call it, that is the number one summer song of 1977. Ooh. The summer song of 77. For those of you who are old enough to remember, many of you are. Many of you have no idea. But there you have it. And the reason we started off with the song of the summer, 1977, is because th- this is it. We're heading into Memorial Day weekend. Soon enough, I believe this is our f- episode before that. Mm-hmm. This is birthday week for me. Oh, happy um, birthday! Happy birthday on Saturday. My birthday is on Saturday, and then of course it's off to uh, Beverly, Massachusetts, which some people are calling. They told me uh, when I'm promoting the show in Beverly, Massachusetts, at the Off Cabot Comedy Club, they said you need to call it North Shore or something. People don't know Beverly. Oh, it okay. might help. If you call it North Shore or something like that in Massachusetts. Yeah, he'll be on the North Shore. So I hope after I say this, it'll sell out like crazy mm. because you guys are like, oh, I didn't know where Beverly was. Now that you said North Shore, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm saying that correctly. Anyway, I'll be in Massachusetts on Memorial Day weekend, kind of, that Friday and Saturday. Frangiola.com has everything you need. Frangiola.fun. Oh, shit. Thank you, Alex. Frangiola.fun. Don't you dare go to Frangiola.com. No. It doesn't exist anymore. Frangiola.fun has everything you need, and uh, you'll find all my dates on there. And then I move on to Syracuse, Albany, 
Hartford, Connecticut, all the funny bones, and that's right after Memorial Day weekend. It's a Tuesday, a Wednesday, and a Thursday, giving you one night in each city, and then uh, I'm, I'm out. I'm out of the business. Uh, so that's it. We want to start with the song of the summer, Andy Gibb, because we're we're starting to look for song of the summers mm-hmm. here. That's we're in it. Yeah. We got to start finding them because we don't want you guys to be out there having no clue as to what the song of the summer is going to be. Mm-hmm. I believe it was last year or was it two years ago? Could have been even three years ago. We uh, we all decided watermelon sugar was going to be the song of the summer. Now, did I get to enjoy it the way I would like to enjoy a song of the summer? No. Mm-mm. I didn't because I believe at that time, if I'm not mistaken, we were in the height of a COVID lockdown. Yeah. Remember, you guys remember the time it was, we were, we were, you know, we were hosing down packages that mm-hmm. we got from Amazon yes. with, uh, with germ shit. You remember, mm-hmm. everybody remembers. Wipe the, down the bag. The, we got a little, we, we all went a little lunatic. Yeah. We lives were, on we the were, surface for 14 days. <laughs> we were waiting in lines to get in grocery mm-hmm. stores and whether this is all right or wrong, I'm not saying, I'm not, I, I listen, as you people know, if you listen to this podcast for any length of time, I am a, I am a proud sheep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't understand. Actually, you can call me sheep all you want. And I, the insult is, I, I don't understand how it would bother me or why it would bother me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, to me, sheep is just, so you're following the rules, you loser, I guess. Oh, sure. I just don't want any problems. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get through the rest of this life, and there's probably not much more left. Yeah, as with as seamlessly as possible. And if that means having to do the things I'm told, then that's what yeah, I so did. So I got a white bag for a few weeks. That's what I did. I didn't do that. I didn't. I wasn't a lunatic. <laughs> but but now the reason I'm bringing all this up, and we'll go back to song of the summer in a second, is because I'm enjoying the shit out of the latest, which is that I'm doing what I was told. If they CDC or whoever is still involved mm-hmm. in all this craziness is saying don't wear the mask, you don't need to into the home goods, then don't. So I don't. I'm playing. I'm doing what I I'm told. Yeah. If they tell now, I'm hearing little rumblings. They're not big rumblings, but I'm hearing little rumblings. There, every city it's ticking up. Mm. New York City just moved it to another level. You know, another warning level, whatever. It's back when we, I think we still use those charts, those color charts that yeah. we use for terrorism. Remember we mm-hmm. used a terrorist chart? We had a, it's that, that, like forest it's orange fires, level. Yeah, we, yeah. Every, everybody uses like a chart yeah. of, of colors. It's we're at red, we're at blue. Mm-hmm. Blue always seems to be easy going. We're, yeah. we're, things are going to be nice. We're in the blues. You start getting into reds and oranges, mm-hmm. shit is, is getting whack, as yeah. we used to say. Um, so I'm, I see they moved up a tier in New York city and I think we're going to do it here in Los Angeles. They, they're both mayors. I didn't even know we had a mayor in Los Angeles, but apparently we do. He doesn't mm-hmm. do much. No, I've never even heard of the guy speak, but he, he's out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, they're saying we're not going to go back to mask mandates quite yet, but, and I'm, so I'm going to say now, having said all that, here we go. Uh, I'm enjoying my life right now. I'm mm-hmm. enjoying the airplanes without it. I fly a lot. It's just, it just makes it, and once again, not an anti-masker, a sheep, proud sheep. If I got to wear it, I'll wear it. But I have to say it's nice without it. But that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to kill anybody's grandmother. Whatever, it's nice without it. Um, however, if you try to bring it back, I will kill you. I will kill all of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to say that now. Don't you dare do this to me again. I've done it. 
I've I've gone down the roller coaster. We're gonna do it. We're gonna take it off. We're not gonna take it off. We're gonna take it off. We're gonna take it off again. We're gonna put it back on. Take it off. Put it back on. Take it off. Put it back on. I think at this point, I I can't go back. Mm -hmm. We so that's why it's this is all tied to Song of the Summer. Yeah. Um. Now, because I believe when we we started Song of the Summer, it was height of COVID. Watermelon Sugar had had come out, mm-hmm. but we couldn't all enjoy it the way we wanted to enjoy Song of the Summer. Yeah. Now, let me tell you what that is, how you enjoy Song of the Summer. And you might cho- choose to enjoy your Song of the Summer differently, Alex. You've always, uh, Alex has always told me, a lot of times Alex will confide in me. He'll, he'll look into my eyes and he'll pine away about things that he, he hasn't done in life. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, someday he would like to achieve them. He'll, he, he says these yeah. things to me. He looks at me like a, as a uh, father figure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And he did tell me one time that he would love to one day go to Laughlin, Nevada mm-hmm. and float around on one of those boats. Yeah. You've all seen it. We've all seen the pictures mm-hmm. of people, you know. Well, t- I think what I said was I would like to stay in the Bullhead City side, you know. Oh, I, it's a oh, I, didn't, I, oh I didn't know that. No, Bullhead know City, was... Arizona is a dump. <laughs> oh, but but is there? But it's a, is that connected to yeah, Laughlin? Yeah, it's across the river. So it's a lake, right? No, it's a, a river runs through Oh, it's it. a river. Yeah. Where, you know what? Where's the place with the houseboats and the tits out and people throwing beer oh, cans oh, from boat that's to boat? Oh, that's Lake Havasu. Havasu. Okay. Now that's yes, a That's time. what I'm talking yeah. about. Havasu. Maybe I'll do that this summer. Alex, I did. I did confide he, that to he you. He told me one time, he said, I just once, just one summer. I was only a few hours away and I, I never did Havasu. I want to go to be on like a houseboat in Lake Havasu, mm-hmm. listening to his, you know, yeah. one of his racist country western stars that he likes. And he wants How to. How dare you? And he wants to throw beer cans back and forth, mm-hmm. tits out. Yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Now I've I I also have never done anything like that, yeah. and I've always looked at it and said that looks fun. It's painful for me to admit. I'm running out of time. I know, but you're not. You got time. You got plenty I'm of time for out. things like that. But I have run out of yes. time. That those days are over for me. Mm-hmm. I have to admit it. It's painful to admit. Yeah. But I have to admit that at, at this point, if somebody saw me on the back of a houseboat catching a, a Coors Light being thrown at me from some meathead with uh, mm-hmm. tribal tattoos on his arm, it would look it would look sad. Yeah. So I'm I'm out on a Havasu. Well, you never know, did it, and it's going to be one of those things. I go to my grave going, you know what I never did? Lake Havasu. Lake Havasu. I'm not going to do that this year. That you, you're going to do song of the summer. So I'm that's bumping it okay. At Havasu. So let me tell you now. So Song of the Summer is something, this is where you mm. want to hear Song of the Summer. Yeah. Now, I'm also going to say this. I don't know if Havasu's playing the Songs of the Summers that we are going to try and play. I feel like that's more, that leans a little more country. And we'll try and throw a country one at you. Mm-hmm. We'll throw the stupid, stupid, stupid fucking Oreo shake type stuff that people seem to like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Applebee's on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I'm having Oreo shake. I don't know. Who, who's Real the guy, fancy like. Who's the guy who sings that song? Fancy like. Yeah, Isn't fancy like. Yeah, that's the song. And I know that people sent me that one. I think one. it's a Hayes something. Yeah, something. There's Walker a Hayes. Hayes or There's something like that. There's a Hayes in there. Whatever it's not, it should be Walker Hayes because yeah. that sounds like a guy who would sing as something as stupid as Saturday night Applebee's. Walker Hayes. And I, listen, the first time I heard it, I was like, I get it. I can understand why this would get people excited. But you, if that's a song you're listening to more than four times, mm-hmm. you got to look yourself in the mirror and go, what am I doing wrong? Here? Yeah. I'm doing something wrong. My life's not on the right track. Mm-hmm. If uh, Applebee's and, and Saturday Night Oreo Shake is my favorite song. Yeah. But I get it. If I'm in Ohavasu and I've had a few drinks, that song might hit me a little differently. Yeah. But we're going to be playing stuff on this podcast 
a little more leaning toward like a watermelon sugar, yeah. you know, where it's going to be good if it if it's at Ibiza. You remember this Ibiza, Alex? Am I uh, pro- yeah. Am I pronouncing that correctly? No. Some people say Ibiza. Yeah. I'm not going to be, you think I'm going to be that no. prick who goes Ibiza? I'm not that type of person, okay? It, well, I'm uh, glad you don't. Yeah. But so I see stand by that. A B, like this would be a song. Like if you went and played Morgan, uh, not Morgan Walker Wal- Hayes. Walker Hayes. If you played him over in a Bisa, you'd be asked to leave the the premises. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. I don't know. I've never been there. Mm-hmm. It's another thing that I have to say. I'm out on. Yeah. But if you, I think you could still play a watermelon sugar over there, and you're accepted everywhere. You're accepted at probably Lake Havasu, probably a Bisa. And then out in the places I hang out at, which I will be going to in July Mm -hmm. 4th week, July 4th week, I will be at in Montauk, Montauk, Long Island, which is the ham, basically the Hamptons. People are now calling it the Hamptons, but it is for, for for a Montauk true person like myself, it is called Montauk, the end of Long Island. It's the, now, the last time I was truly in Song of the Summer mode. Okay, now you guys all know it. And we're going to get to some some news stories in a second here, people. Just let me give you my, because it feels it feels like summer's coming. Mm-hmm. It's a little cool here in Los Angeles right now, but I, I know you guys are, we're all chomping at the bit. We want it. We need it here. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm bringing up this COVID stuff, because we don't want it back. We give us a summer. If you want to put us all back into the house in November, sure. Okay, fine. But for now, let us have August. And Alex has got to get to Lake Havasu. Yeah. So uh, I miss Havasu. Yeah. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't want to do that. So there we go. Um, and I'm going to be out there now. I wasn't able to enjoy watermelon sugar in the places that I would be mm-hmm. in Montauk. I stay in a house in Montauk with my brothers and some other people. And we meander about throughout the day. That's it. That's what you do in the daytime. I, I rent a scooter. Yeah, like yeah, you heard me. A mm-hmm. scooter, like an electric scooter, not a electric. motor, not a Harley Davidson. I rent a little scooter. It maxes out at thirty miles an hour. They have a cutoff. Mm-hmm. You can't go more than thirty miles an hour. I told you when I rented that the guy told me I know I got pulled over by a cop one time on it mm-hmm. in Montauk. Yeah, and he goes, "Just be careful." I said, "Well, I I can't. I can only be careful. It only yeah. goes thirty miles an hour." But I didn't have a helmet on at the mm-hmm. time because it. <laughs> I didn't want to mess my hair up. I was on my way to the. To, a, to the surf lodge or yeah. something. And it's, you know, you, you shit's on over there. Yeah. You got to keep your shit tight. Yeah. You don't want to put on a fucking helmet, helmet and ruin hair. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I get it. Thank you, Alex. So I had no helmet. It was a, like a half a block drive. Mm-hmm. And the cop pulls me over and he goes, you got to keep me. And then the cop says to me, he goes, you know, we have 150 deaths every year on these things in Montauk. I was like, I don't know. That seems, I didn't say this, of course, yeah. but as I'm driving away, I'm like, that feels like a high number. Yeah, that's I one think every he three made days. up that number. Because yeah. you'd see people like just lying, lying, lying all over the streets mm-hmm. if it was that kind of number. I don't see that many people down on motorcycles no. here. No, exactly. Yeah. I yeah, I think he just made up that number to try and scare me mm-hmm. into ruining my hair. Yeah. But he didn't arrest me or anything like that, which was nice of him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I made it to the surf lodge and my hair was fucking popping Poppin'. that night. Yeah, it was really nice. Anyway, so... That's where I'm going to be going in July. Mm-hmm. Surf lodges uh, used to be a place called Sloppy Tuna. It's not called Sloppy Tuna anymore. People thought that they're trying to class it up over there in Montauk, mm-hmm. and they don't want Sloppy Tuna had connotations. Yes, they were saying it. We get it. Yeah, we know what it's supposed to mean, mm-hmm. and we're not going to. It was there for ten years, called the Sloppy Tuna, and like we know it. That's, yeah, that's we, gross. We know it. Yeah. Now they're calling it like Rick's Beach Bar or something. Whatever. 
It's still the same place. But, you know, the, the vets go, we're going over to oh, Sloppy Tuna. Oh, I tunas. still do it, Alex. Yeah. I tell my friends, you know where I'll be, Sloppy yeah. Tuna. I'm, sloppy not gonna, tuna. Yeah, I'm not living in this woke world, no. right? My, my tuna is sloppy. Listen, I'm a sheep, but yeah. my tuna is <laughs> sloppy. But I'm not woke. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the case may be. Anyway, and then I go over there, and this is when I remember it vividly. Mm-hmm. This is when I, I pretty much realized there is such a thing as a song of the summer. And it was... That summer, the last one I remember vividly, we had two. We had Daft Punk, Get Lucky. Mm-hmm. I believe Pharrell was involved in that one as well. Yeah. And we also had Robin Thicke. Um, Blurred Lines? Blurred Lines. Yeah. Also Pharrell. And then, of course, Emily rented jet ski in the video. Mm-hmm. We remember, everybody remembers it. Everyone well. knows her. And those those two songs had, had come they were competing at that that summer for Song of the Summer. What mm-hmm. we, what year was this? Twenty thirteen. I God, believe. is this twenty thirteen? It is. Oh yes. my God, that's get lucky. Can't yes, twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. That's mm. like has that ten years that's ago? That's nine years ago. Nine, oh my God, I guess you're, that's about right. <laughs> yeah, that was damn it. I, I mean, that was a whole different Fucking Emily Renton jet ski ago. Yes, it was. That's a time flies. She's got kids now. Mm-hmm. Just to show you what it's all that guy's hanging on her husband Bear. Bear? His name's Bear. He's wearing sweatpants, mm-hmm. hanging on her back. Every guy named Bear is wearing sweatpants. Oh, I don't like that at all. Anyway, that oh, there I was, sloppy tuna. Big star at the time, Alex. Mm. Big star. I yeah. was just coming off. I think Chelsea Lee was still on at mm-hmm. the time. It was about to end, but I was my last summer of full-time celebrity. Yeah. And I was taking full advantage of it. There I was. You know, still an old man at that yeah. point, but I, people were accepting of me because I was uh, a celebrity. That's not has so much the, the case anymore. Oh, yeah. This... Yeah. I mean, this is a song. Honestly, of the we could still make a song of the summer. Yeah. It w- and it would still work. I'm These up all guys night to get Daft lucky. Punk. Were, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Having- I, weren't we all? Yeah. There was no, this was no. There was- oh, yes. Here's something interesting. Does a summer song have to be kind of a, I mean, blurred sexual, lines. Sexual, have some sexual. sexual yeah. yeah. I believe it does, Alex. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to have some, some sort of sexuality in it. Like, are yes. you, uh, let's get some hotness up in here. Tan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I listen. I, we all know hot is illegal now, yeah. and that is a new. Wor- we are living in a new world. It mm-hmm. was back when this song was a hit. Hot yeah. wasn't illegal, but it is illegal now. It's one hundred percent illegal. As a matter of fact, we'll be talking about the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Um, Kim Kardashian is a cover person. She's hot. Yeah, she's good. But there's some other people inside. We're gonna let this person with scars, this first mm-hmm. person ever with a. And I listen. I got no problem with that. This woman's got a uh, C-section scar, mm-hmm. and she's showing it. Congratulations! Yeah, that's great. We all have to have C-sections at times, you mm-hmm. know, and we all have scars and shit. But it, not during that song. Let's not. Yeah. Let's everybody pull your pants up over your scars and let's have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's and then and then we're, we'll get the get the other one up. Get yeah. that uh, blurred lines. Let's get and let's let's just remember better times. Yeah. We didn't even think about things like pandemics mm. and shit like that and back back during this year. Oh, and now this guy is he's like a host on, he's a judge on yeah. The Masked Singer. But it, God God bless him. He's had his problems. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of there a couple was, issues. There was some stuff bumbling underneath. He uh, he squashed it pretty quickly, but there was a lot of, he was hands were all over me, you know, mm-hmm. but I think he, he skirted it. He skirted it. Yeah. He skirted it. And, um, 
This was and before now, that now, time. And now he just kind of keeps quiet. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit at the end here of this yeah. mass singer and not make any trouble. Yeah, I'll be polite. Yeah, I'm not I'm not even going to be the one. Don't be Simon I'm Cow. not Ken Jong jumping around or no. Jenny McCarthy freaking out of who's in the turtle costume. I'm going to sit over here quietly and not even hope nobody even notices it's me. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what he's doing. Uh, I don't know if he's even making songs anymore, but this one was. Yeah. I mean, when it came on. And I also want to say that I was, you know, things were good. I, I, my hair was, I think at the time it was, it was right. It was popping. Mm-hmm. I could wear outfits that weren't, that I didn't look ridiculous in. These days, I don't know if I can, you know, I look ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, so it was just a perfect timing. Mm-hmm. And that's, I believe, what we're going to be back to this summer. If, if what I'm reading in the, the papers and the hearing on the news is any indication, we're in for the one of the biggest summers of all time. Yeah. And I think it's going to be, uh, and I'm going to be the first to say it, Alex, I think we're going to have a bit of a sexual summer. How do you mm, like that? I think Sex- you might be right. Sexual revolution. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people are like, enough is enough. They are I'm, crawling all over them. Them are crawling all over everybody. It's a that, sexual revolution. I love it. They, they, they is fucking, who fucked last night? You know, which you know people, they fucked you, Everybody does that. Yeah. You have a wrap up. If you, if you guys go on your summer vacations or whatever, mm-hmm. The next morning, you wrap it up. What happened last night? We lost they. I saw them get on a scooter with them. They, were they wearing their helmets? I hope so. Chris got pulled over, and his hair looks like shit. So, yeah, we the they's and the zems are yeah. getting on. I think it is going to be a revolution. Be careful, everybody. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Watch yourself. Because now the other thing is a new variable has been added to all of this. And I, I, it's the first summer I think we're dealing with this, that men can now get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> men could be, be pregnant. Careful. So you girls got to be careful. Yeah. Because these, the fellas now can have children. Mm-hmm. And now it's a whole other responsibility. Ladies, wear your condoms. Yeah, so it's a whole other responsibility out there where people are going to have to uh, be be you know cognizant of their of the of their mm-hmm. surroundings. Yeah. Because everybody can get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Who knew this could happen? Uh, the men, the women, everybody. So that's going to be a whole other, it's going to hold crimp in the summer fun. But but I think you you're right. I so think, that's. I think it's going to be a fun summer. I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. I have some things planned and uh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to get, to get to my shows in New York, East Coast. Like I said, I got extra time there. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday and Monday, Memorial Day, I have nothing to do driving around the East Coast looking for action, looking for that kind of stuff, looking yeah. for, uh, you know, Whatever. People Isn't have sent me some ideas. It's a lot of like, tour this Victorian home. I'm like, don't make me do that. Uh, so anyway, it should, it, should be, it should be a fun fun time. I'm excited about it. And uh, that's why we started off with, of course, Andy Gibb. Because, uh, you know, that's 1977 is when the Song of the Summer, Song of the Summer kind of began for me as a, as a child. I, I, I knew it. When I hear those type of songs, those 70s, and that's why I'm now going to tell you a little something. I found something. You guys like... Chris, is there a countdown? Because I know you like to do countdowns on this podcast, and you like to do songs of summer on this podcast. Is there a countdown for songs of summer? Fuck yeah, there is, mm-hmm. and I found it. So here we go, everybody. This is this will be fun. If you're of a certain age, it'll be fun, and I'll cut out several of the years because there's 50 of them, and I'm not going to kill you with 50 of them. No. Uh, these are the last 50, Alex, songs of the summer. Okay. Okay, starting with, of course... I believe 19, this article might be a little old, but 1971. Okay. And uh, 
1971, just to give you, and, I, and I, once again, I'm not going to go through all 50. 1971, the song of the summer was I Feel the Earth Move Under My Feet by Carol King. Who doesn't love that song? Great song. You, you got I it? I can pull them up pretty oh, quick if you oh. want to. We all know the song. Every, I mean, who didn't love this one? Carol King. This yeah. is when Carol King get up Song of the Summer. Mm-hmm. It's just these are the the days great. we remember fondly. And now I'll just give you a couple just to show you what the era we're in, and then we'll move on to the eighties. Nineteen seventy two. The Song of the Summer was Brandy by Looking Glass. We played oh, it on this yeah. podcast. You're a fine girl. What a good. I think it was about a hooker. I, mm, I think it was probably nineteen seventy three. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Jim Croce. Yes. Now Dead. Band on the Run by Wings. Seventy four. Captain and Tennille. That's when they. That's when a guy wearing a captain's hat, acting a fool, could have a number one song. We didn't care. We didn't judge people. We didn't. Uh, we didn't care about uh, anything. We let these two freaks have a number one song. Love will keep us together. This guy pretended to be a captain. I, I don't think he was a real captain. Mm. And then, of course, on and on and on. You get. You get what we're in. Mm-hmm. Oh, this captain, wow. Neil. I'm yeah. just trying no, to keep love up will with keep you us a together. Little. Great song. And then, of course, 1977. We just played Andy Gibb. Andy Gibb had two in a row. 77 and 78. He had Shadow Dancing in 78. Donna Summer, of course. You know where we're at. Now we're into the 80s. Boom. I'm trying to tell you, early 80s, of course, Billy Joel. Still going. Still rock and roll to me. That's Song of the Summer. Jesse's Girl. Eye of the Tiger. The Police coming in. Every Little Breath You Take. Prince. Doves Cry. Oh, now we're getting into my high school years. Mm -hmm. 1985. I'll be going to see these guys next month. Tears for Fears. Shout. Song of the Summer. Uh, And now here comes Madonna. She's involved. 86. Papa Don't Preach. You got this is the 80. Whitney Houston's here. Want to dance with somebody. Steve Winwood. He's Paula Abdul shows up in 1989. With uh, Forever Your Girl. You know, now we're getting into some shit. Uh, now we're getting into the 90s. 90s. I didn't love the 90s. I okay. didn't like the era. I don't feel my hair was right. I was doing some I was doing some uh, sun in, some bleaching, some bad some bad hair. Yeah. Some bad early hair. I didn't like the, the styles at the time. Mm-hmm. There's a little Tears for Fears now. It's got up first. I love it. I didn't like the styles. I didn't like the ba- I didn't like the boy band era. I was too mm-hmm. old for the boy band era. But there you go. We step step by step. New kids on the block begins the '90s for us. Then song of the summer is everything I do. I do it for you, Brian Adams from mm. the Robin Hood soundtrack. Back when you you not only did you have a hit movie, that song that was in that movie was also a hit. Like those were fucking good times. 1992, Sir Mix a Lot, Baby Got Back, still a classic. 19, Janet Jackson gets involved with uh, That's the Way Love Goes. And then I, I swear, all for one. See, uh, Waterfalls. Love that song. Who's that? I was trying to put on Sir Mix a lot. I totally forgot there's a whole 20 minute intro about her oh, butt being oh, so. Oh, that's big. right. Uh, Maca, oh, Macarena made Song oh, of the Summer. Oh, really? I'll Be Missing You, 1997. P. Diddy, but the boy. See, uh, the 90s just didn't do it for yeah. me. Sorry, everybody. That's okay. Genie in a Bottle, 1990s. Mm. Christina Aguilera. And now we're into the 2000s. Yeah. So we're getting there. We're getting up. This is t- these are songs of the summer. The everybody, the sound has gone from Carol King to Sir Mix a Lot. Uh, well, now we're into Santana, Maria, Maria, Santana. You know, Santana does that thing with Rob Thomas. That was real red hot. There, Lady Marmalade, Christina Aguilera's back. Here comes Nelly, hot in there, hot in here. Once again, didn't love this era either. Crazy in Love, Beyonce. I like that song. There it is. Alex is on it. 
Usher, Lil John Ludacris. Yeah. Oh, I was oh, on yeah. a carnival cruise when that song was all the Ludacris? rage. Ludacris. 2004. Ooh. This song, I was on a carnival cruise. You heard me. Yeah. My friend won it. He was the top salesman at his company, whatever the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. And, the, and for that, for being top salesman, he was awarded a carnival cruise. And he said, do you want to come? I said, do I want to come? Do I ever? Absolutely. And we went out there on a seven-day carnival cruise to the Western Caribbean, I think. I don't know. We just stopped for a day on a shit island, you know, mm-hmm. buy, a, buy a seashell necklace and a, and a cowboy hat, and you get back on the boat. Sounds like a good That's, time. You know, you don't see the, you're not seeing the countries or mm-hmm. culture. So I didn't even know where we were. I didn't, or much less care. But uh, I was having the time of my life, loving it. Had a shit bar on the boat. You guys know you've been on a cruise. We our bar, Alex, was UFO themed. Oh, yeah, it was uh, it was called Mars Bars. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you go in every night. You see the same people. You know, so you're on the same boat, boat with the same people for a week. Yeah, they'd go into the Mars Bar, and it was alien themed. So you, it was as if you were on Mars. And that's the dance floor looked like it was like a, you were on a planet. Wow. You know, had craters and shit. Yeah. Be careful dancing to this song because it's craters. You want to step in the crater. And yeah. then there was little aliens hanging from the ceiling. Oh, boy. And But I, oh, my God, had a good time. That was a good one. We, Mariah Carey, back again. Here comes Mariah Carey in the 2000s. Nelly Furtado. Yeah. I mean, does anything say in era quite like Nelly Furtado? Now look who pops into the late 80s. I didn't realize this was that long ago. I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Just want to tell you my Katy Perry story. She comes on 2008. This this is the year. First year of Chelsea Lately. She's one of our great songs. Mm. Sorry, great song. She's one of our guests. Early Chelsea Lately. We didn't we got we got loser guests at that time. Yeah. But she was a she was just, who knew she was going to be what she is these Massive. days, running around wearing milk cartons and yeah. shit. But she was our guest, and she had been a fan of the show, and she asked if she could take a picture with me. So I'm just letting you know that I was kind of a big... There was a time when I was not doing podcasts in a garage. Katy Perry wanted a picture in 2008. Whatever. 2009, oh, we all remember the Black Eyed Peas. This, oh, God, yeah. this doesn't seem like that long ago. Got no. it. Here comes Katy Perry again. Which 2000- Black Eyed Peas song? Uh, that you know the one. They were going out, having a good time. Um, Every, tonight's a good. I got oh, a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, tonight's That's a good, good party song. rock. L A M F A O. My daughter loves this stupid, stupid, stupid song. But it was fun. These are good times. This is when things were the last season of fun. I believe. I believe this is the last era of fun before things got before men can get pregnant. Uh, <laughs> call me maybe Carly Rae Jepsen okay. and here here you go 2013 song of the summer Robin Thicke Blurred Lines Blurred with T.I. and Pharrell oh T.I. was involved T. I. now was, he's a comedian yeah so you see how things change yes oh I don't even remember this song Fancy by Iggy Azalea and Charlie XCX oh yeah I remember was that was song huh? of the summer in 2014 Bad Blood of course now What's a Face is involved oh we're getting to the end here oh this was a this good is song fancy. This was Iggy yeah. Azalea. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this. Oh, I can. I sit back and fuck yeah. Get me. Allah will have another truly. Let me have another truly. Get one for my friend over here. Get her. My get. Wait. Is that, get one for my friend Steve. No, he can't drink. He's pregnant. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize Steve was pregnant. Yes, he's pregnant. He can't drink. 
was a good song. Yeah. Right. 2017, I remember this was all the rage. It's Despacito. Mm, That's yeah. now we're in, now in Drake 2018. We're wrapping it up, everybody. Now this is when the podcast started for Alex and I. 2019 song of the summer. I believe we called this one "Old Town Road." Oh yeah, uh, we by talked Lil about Nas it. X. And then in 2020, uh, Megan The Stallion Savage remix. And of course, last year, song of the summer. They said it wasn't. They didn't go watermelon sugar. What'd they say? They said butter by uh, BTS. But there you go. Hmm. So we've gone. We gone. That was last year's. Now we're up to 2022. Which who, anybody's guess? Yeah. Um. We've gone from Carol King to BTS. Yes. We stopped here's the thing. mix a lot. We stopped here's at Katy Perry. Here's the thing Perry. I'm going to say. All those years, for me, I don't know why the 70s and maybe the 80s seemed the best for me. And that's just because I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that 90s shit. Some of it was... Te- I mean, I like the 90s like Everclear and, those, and Lit yeah. and those bands. That was more my summer music back then mm-hmm. was, you know... Santa Monica by Everclear, your own worst enemy. I like that stuff, but the pop shit I wasn't a big fan of. Mm-hmm. And the two, you know, the Iggy is that which just played. I liked it. Yeah, I get it. That's I'll pretty tap good. Tap a foot to it. Listen, so if I go, go to a bar, I don't want the girls dancing to Lit. I, I want agree. them dancing 100% to Iggy One hundred percent agree with you, Alex. That's what yes. Song of the Summer um, is. That's why I, I I I suspend my 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 love for for Carol King. I'm not going to mm-hmm. make sloppy yeah. tuna play Carol King. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to kill the vibe of the place. I'll let him play Iggy Azalea, whoever's, I don't even know what became of her. She's still around, I think. She's got a she big. She had like a big contract. She, she married like a basketball player. She's fine. She'll be doing fine. Oh, stamps.com. Everybody go use stamps.com, please. We need to sell some stamps up in here. Time is money. Don't waste either with repeated trips to the post office. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer and saves you money in the process so you can spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers happy. For more than 20 years, stamps.com has been indispensable for over one million businesses one million so why not make yours one of them you can get discounts and find anywhere you can't get anywhere else like up to 40 percent off usps rates and 76 percent off ups rates whether you're an office sending invoices a side hustle etsy shop or a full-blown warehouse shipping out order stamps.com will make your life easier it makes our life easier we use it over here at cover to cover to send everything and we love it stop overpaying for shipping with stamps.com sign up with Promo code COVER, C-O-V-E-R, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments. That's the best part. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code COVER. Thanks, stamps.com. Now we're back to some news, everybody. Back to the news of the day. A lot of news to discuss on uh, this week's episode of Cover to Cover. Thank you all for listening. We love having uh, our listenership is just growing uh, exponentially. Just we keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We, and we love it. And thank you for coming over. And we hope you enjoy it. We don't necessarily always do things like this, but it's summertime. Um, anyway, uh, the Ringling Brothers and Bonham and Bailey Circus. Now, for those of you of any age, I believe uh, it was a it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Ringling Brothers. It was we all knew about it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. everybody, even Alex, and yeah. we we're di- of different generations. Mm-hmm. But you went, I went. Did you actually go? Did you ever go? Yeah, I went. Sit to down it. and watch. Now, did you go to Ringling? Because now, let's. I'm just gonna say, listen. Some cities have 
Ringling Brothers. They come into town. They play the arena. Mm-hmm. You got a whole fun. And then some cities, L.A. included, they have some uh, rinky-dink mm-hmm. uh, other circuses Vegas involved. Is, Vegas had Ringling Bros. Circus Vargas. Yes. We have here in Los Angeles. Yes. Where the cows are, you know, the you have elephants are a little sickly, and it's, <laughs> things don't look great. Yeah. You know? No, we have those in Vegas now, but we had Ringling Bros. when I was a kid. We went a couple times. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Ringling Brothers was... I remember going like Madison yes. Square Garden, Nassau Coliseum. Oh, I never went anywhere. Well, we would big. go see them at Ringling Brothers. That's who, you know, I grew up in New yeah. York, so that's where I had to go see my Ringling Brothers mm-hmm. and Barnum and Bailey Circus. And it was, you know, I still remember the guy's name. It was like Gunther something or whatever. He was the lion tamer. These people were famous. Yeah. Like they were like, you'd see them out at like Studio 54, the lion tamer from Ringling Brothers. <laughs> really? He was like a guy, yeah, he was like dating Cher and shit. Wow. What was the fuck was, try and look this guy up, lion tamer for Ringling. His name was like Gunther something. You know, it turns out they were just complete, but this is before there were like restrictions on these things and rules and, and whatever. I want to say Gunther Gables. If I'm, if I get this, I cannot believe this shit is still in my head. I can't remember what I did yesterday, but if I remember the Lion Tamer at Ringley Brothers, Gunther Gable Williams. That's him. Fuck, I did remember it. Yeah. Gunther Gables. This guy was like a celebrity. Mm-hmm. He'd go on the Tonight Show with his lions, and he was like a stud. He had this his shirt buttoned down to his, you know, navel, and he was out belly button singing, doing fucking all sorts of tricks with the tigers and the lions. But, of course, you know, if the Lions didn't uh, cooperate, Gunther Gables would probably beat the shit out of him backstage mm-hmm. outside the yeah. Barnum and Bailey's <laughs> tent. That's when you could do these type mm-hmm. of things. I don't like that stuff at all. Absolutely not. I'm not encouraging it, but who, we didn't know any better. We're like, yeah, the Lion jumped up on the box. Did you believe it? Yeah, how he got to doing that, we don't know. Yeah. But now... Of course, a bunch now there was you know people share videos and they treat these animals terribly. My one of my favorite things is when the elephants. You see it sometimes on YouTube. I think it's a thing of the past. Now you don't really see it. There's no animals in circuses anymore. Cirque du Soleil became the thing, mm-hmm. and that was like a no animal circus, and it was just a bunch of freaks yeah. who were able to contort their bodies. And uh, in weird positions. Handstands with swords in their yeah, mouths. And yeah, I did actually performed with them one time. They asked me to be, it was, oh, the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. We'll get back to this in a second, but I just want to tell my Cirque du Soleil story. Sometimes you just got to say no. You got to say no. And I've learned that. It mm-hmm. takes time to learn that. I don't think you learn. This is one of the most important lessons in life, and I think it takes the longest to learn. And if you learned this at 20, you'd be a better person for it. But you just don't. You won't, and you just don't. You learn to say no at 50, probably. If if any younger than that, you're lucky. But it's usually it seems to be about around 50. You're like, you know what? I don't, I'm not going to go to that. I'm mm-hmm. going to no on this one. Yeah. Parties. Count me out for everything. this one. Anyway, I, I had learned very late in life to say no. I still don't. I mean, I probably, if I learned to say no, I wouldn't have been playing coots last week. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. still learning. Uh, but... Here's the thing I I'm, I'm doing now. I should have said no to the initial invitation, which was to host in um, San Francisco, some sort of glad awards, the gay and lesbian anti-defamation league, which I enjoy. I, 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 I appreciate the glad, the people of glad. I, I love the gay community. I got no problems with any of that. Fortune was going to do it with me. They wanted her, of course, but I don't know how I got, Mm-hmm. I think Fortune wanted me to come along. She's like, I'm not doing it alone. Can you come? So I went up 
And uh, and there I was, and it was like the day before we get there, and they're telling us some of the people who are going to be presenting awards, and it's a big gay fun event. I mm-hmm. think I, that's what I think it's going to be. Turns out it's not. It's like it's like a third tier Glad Awards. I guess they have a big one here in L.A. Then they have some offshoots. Mm. It's I'm at the Circus Vargas of the Glad Awards. Okay. If that makes any sense. And uh, Cirque du Soleil is performing there now. Once again, I don't think it's the I don't think it's the Cirque du Soleil it's guys the, from Vegas. It's yeah. not the it's not the top notch. It's Mm-mm. you know it's a touring company. So I, these guys were performing in Bakersfield or whatever that weekend, and they come up to do this. Yeah, and they're doing their thing. They're in their outfits and they're bouncing around and. Bop, bop, bop. And they say, do you want to be with us doing our shtick? We'll, we'll dress you up as one of us from the whatever show. You know, Cirque du Soleil does. A, mm-hmm. They have a show each each year. Yeah. It's a different show. This one's the Beatles. This one is that. This mm-hmm. one is about water. Zoomanity. Oh, right. Car. There you yeah. go. Alex knows. So I don't know what this one was, but mm-hmm. they're like little. I don't know what they look like, but they put me in the whole gear. The whole thing. They asked Fortune if she wants to do it. Fortune, see, unlike me. She learned early on in life to say no. She's mm. like, no, I won't be doing that. Yeah. But I'm like a fucking idiot. Absolutely. Put me in the ridiculous outfit. And I put they put me in this thing. And I look like a Cirque du Soleil performer. Yeah. And now like come out on stage with us and do. I don't. These people are acrobats, you know, and they're all completely ripped. And they yes. have muscle. They use muscles that I've never used in my entire life. Like mm-hmm. I don't even know what. That's not a muscle. I ha- like they can they can hold the, their bodies up with one finger. Yeah. You know, like I can't, I can't hold my body up with two legs barely. No. So I, there's, I can't do this, but they're, so they're jumping around. So all they're asking me to do is just act a fool. You know, you're the, you're Flail the. Flail about. Cause if you ever yeah. go to Cirque du Soleil, there's one guy who runs around and just goes into the crowd and stuff and goes, mm. beep, bop, beep, bop, boop, bop, you know? Yeah. It's they, weird. They, they do tell me that. They tell me like, you can't talk. Yeah. Like you're, you're beep, bop or whatever. He doesn't speak. I'm like, oh, What? Yeah, like yeah, he's beep bop. That's the character. Yeah, beep bop. And beep bop just goes and around the, and he and he has fun with people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And now the hope being, this is what I I think is going to happen because I'm I'm a lunatic. Yeah. And I believe that what the when I run out with the Cirque du Soleil people, the audience is going to be so knowledgeable of me and such fans of Chelsea Lately and who I am or whatever that they're going to be so happy to see me yeah. as a Cirque du Soleil performer. Yeah. As if I'm like. On the, the superstar level, of like a you know mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. you know, like every immediately recognizable, yeah. even in a Cirque du Soleil outfit, I wouldn't have been recognizable. These people have to come out just regular me. Yeah, they're like I have no idea what that is. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking they're going to be so excited about me in the Cirque du Soleil outfit. Like this is amazing. Chris Frangiola is in the Cirque du Soleil outfit. They don't know who I am as Chris Frangiola. So you're just they don't know me as beep. Bop. They don't, <laughs> but they don't even know me as beep bop. To them, I'm just an annoying asshole running yeah. around beep, beep, beeping and bopping through the audience mm-hmm. of gay men and women, mostly men, who want to just drink their face. I think they're getting free liquor. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit about the show. They want to drink their faces off and go to, you know. Uh, after party. Yeah, the after, some bar in San mm-hmm. Francisco. They want to go to the tool shed and <laughs> forget all about <laughs> yeah. this fucking thing. So they're drinking shit wine at their tables and beep bop, my character, now Cirque du Soleil's on stage performing. They're like, now go out and run through the crowd and beep bop, beep bop, beep bop, boop bop, bop. So I start running around and now I'm panicked. I'm full fucking panic mode. Sometimes as a live performer, this will happen to you. I pray it never does. But if you're a live performer, this will happen three, four times in your career. You'll, you'll, you'll think you'll 
say yes to something that you think is going to be great and you realize it's not, and then you go into full panic mode. And how you deal with full panic mode as a performer will, will say a lot about you as a person. Here's how I chose to deal with full panic mode when I realize this is a bad idea mm-hmm. as I'm running through the crowd beat bopping and people are just mortified by it. I just start grabbing the bottles of wine off everyone's table and just start swigging them like a lot. So I'm five tables in. This beep up. It's not me. It's beep up. It's beep up. I'm drinking bottles of wine, like almost the whole bottle, putting it back down. Beep up, beep up. Next table. Beep up, beep up, beep up. Next table. Now I'm at like, this point, you just need liquid courage. <laughs> That's what I'm. Yeah. Doing. I'm just trying to. I hope I die. Yeah. Before I get back to the stage. Yes. From alcohol poisoning. Uh huh. And. <laughs> Oh God! I, I, you know what? It's so funny me telling the story right now because I'm, I, I had, I had put this story so deep back in the recesses of my mind. It's 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 painful and hilarious that it it's all coming back to me now. I had had a girl with me. I brought this girl that I was dating at the time. She had come with me, and she was just like, she didn't really know me that well. She's like, "What the fuck is happening here? Just a nightmare." Anyway, I think Sean Polofsky was there. Oh, I remember, wow. like, I remember running into her. Yeah. She's like big in the gay community. Like later that that night, thank God, it was like it was nice to see her. Somebody mm-hmm. I know and like. But anyway, but you're like, oh, I finally made it back the to the stage, and like Fortune and I hadn't even done what we were supposed to do yet. We were supposed to come out and give out some whatever, and I was ha- I couldn't even stand hammered. Yeah. And I think Fortune and I just barely made it through whatever we had to make through, and then night was over. Thank God. But that was my time with Cirque du Soleil. That sounds good. Good time. I'll, sh- I'll, I'll put a picture on the Facebook page of me. Uh, after I had drank a lot, they tried to give me uh, dinner to sober me back up. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't really eat in my costume because it was covering, it was, you know, it yeah. was fucking up my face. So I had to sit there. Yeah, I'll, put, I'll post a picture. So anyway, back to circuses. So Ringling Brothers is back. I guess they had taken a couple of years off due to covid mm-hmm. and the animal thing people were protesting everywhere they went and no we can't do animals so they decided they announced today that they are back ringling brothers is back and they would no more animals but they ring the circus is back in town and at this point i feel like i don't know what they're going to do because clowns perhaps now i remember another clown who was very famous not unlike gunther gables there was a clown called Emmett Kelly. Okay. Now, this is back once again in, in an era, in a, in a bygone era, where we were, I don't know if we were starved for entertainment. We just didn't know any better. You know, there was not a lot of entertainment. We didn't, you didn't have everything at the touch of a button like you have now with your phones and your iPads and stuff. So we, we had three channels on TV and probably nine programs on all the three channels combined. Mm-hmm. And so much so that once they were done with the programming for the evening, they would it would just be a blank screen. Like they didn't have enough to get through twenty four hours. No, so we would buy anything. We we're like, yes, this a clown. We'll we'll watch this guy. We'll watch a clown. So Emmett Kelly was a famous clown. Can you? That's a thing. Mm-hmm. There was. There's been several famous clowns over the years. Bozo, Emmett Kelly. Could you think of one? The one in the I one mean, in the none, none of the good ones. Crusty. Yeah, Crusty. <laughs> but Emmett Kelly was like a real clown, mm-hmm. and he he was a fucking. One of his bits was he would sweep up the. They had a spotlight that would move around on the stage, and he would sweep it. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what. And we fucking went nuts for. I I don't know if he was part of 
um, Ringling Brothers, but he, in my heart, he we I love yeah. Emmett uh, Kelly. I love clowns. I love clowns at the circus. I was a fan of. I told you people, I was going to join the circus. That yeah. was that was how I was. Wasn't that the Ringling Bros College? Yes, it was the Ringling Brothers Circus College. It was a degree the in clown circus college. arts. Is that what you're going for? A degree in circus arts? I believe arts? it was strictly clowning, Alex. Okay. It wasn't mo. It wasn't all the circus arts. It was just it was clowning, just, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I used. That's how I used to threaten my parents when my parents and I would fight. I used to yell at them that I will leave for clown college and slam the door of my room. I mean, how they did not laugh in my face is beyond me. And, and I'm I'm so happy. My they're still both alive and kicking Jerry and Gene. And the fact that they don't hold this over Bring my head up. every day mm-hmm. is is Thank a credit you. to both yes. of them. Um but anyway, <laughs> so I would threaten to go to the clown college ringling brothers. I don't know if that's coming back now. Is clown college coming back? So because people are gonna need clowns. I mean and I don't I don't think they have them anymore. Is a supply a, chain shortage there is definitely a supply this is like the, that baby food. There's mm-hmm. only the baby they haven't they can't get baby food mm-hmm. right now to anybody. They can't get uh, clowns. Yeah, there's a lot of problems mm-hmm. in this world. So, what are they going to do, Ringling Brothers? Are they going to? Because the other thing that you can't do now, I'm once again, if you're of a certain age, you will remember this, and I'm going to lose pretty much the entire audience at this point when I mention this guy. And I remember being obsessed with this guy. I would, I would try and find articles about him. I would buy magazines to see what he's up to. And once again, I believe this guy was. So famous that he would be like Studio 54, walking the red carpets and stuff. And his name was Mishu. Mishu? Mishu. Yes. <laughs> Mishu. Mishu. Okay. I've never had more fun on a podcast <laughs> than in my life. This is the most fun I've ever had on this podcast. Mishu was a midget. I went back when you could say those okay. things. I think he called himself Mishu the midget, honestly. And he was a little person. And he was, I think he was the ringleader of the circus. Michu Mezeros? Yes, Michu Mezeros. And I mean, this guy was a rock star of the highest order at during the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Mishu, I mean, I think he, you know, this guy dated like you'd see him at Studio Fifty Four with Britt Eklund and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, with his head between her tits, you know, because he's a little person. Yeah, Get a picture of the head between your tits. Yeah. You know how it is, everybody. We have all seen the shtick. It's like so, this generation's Chewy Bravo, <laughs> more or less. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think Chewy knew who he was because I think I asked him at one point. I asked Chewy, I said, "Will you have a friendly with me, mm-hmm. Chewy?" He's like, "What? You don't know all know each other?" I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize." So, I remember buying a poster because that you know that you, on the way out you there's mm-hmm. a table for, and uh, they had Mishu posters because I was this guy was a god to me, Mishu. And I was a fan of, I guess, looking back on it, I was a fan of circuses. I, these people were celebrities to me. Gunther Gables, Mishu, and the, and the clown, and Emmett Kelly. Uh, so I bought a Mishu poster, and the p- woman who gave me the poster, whatever it was at the time, this is like early 70s probably, probably five bucks, ten bucks, I don't remember what it was. He said, the woman goes, that's suitable for framing. <laughs> oh well, of course. Oh, it is. why wouldn't I frame the, the Mishu Mishu <laughs> poster and put it up in my house? This would be adorning the walls of my mm-hmm. of my estate for many many years. Yes, this Mishu poster. Children uh, will be like, "Was that Grandpa?" I'm like, no, that no, was that's Mishu. Mishu. He was the ringleader of the <laughs> Gringling Brothers and Bunnies. Why'd you frame circus. it? Because it's frameable. Yeah. What's that over in the corner? Oh, that's a picture of Gunther Gables. Yeah. He was a, he he uh, he abused lions. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! But anyway, so it's back. That's exciting for the younger generation. 
Well, Will says, they care? Do, what does it say, Alex? What are you getting any news on this? One thing I'd seen was that they were planning on... Uh, I already went down a Mishu rabbit hole. I'm sorry, but oh. they've been uh, they've conducted over like a thousand interviews and like they've gone all through South America, Ethiopia. They're looking for new uh, circus freaks. What the new... Oh, I don't know. see, but that... Like, I think that... Isn't that like America's Got Talent? You know, like we see... We could see those people on America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. Like... Oh, so they are looking to get people who do crazy things. I yeah. see now that's something I might watch. I'd go and see people do freakish things. Yeah. You know, I remember there was Why not? They had these things years ago. Remember that guy who used to gym something's freak show? Oh, he would yeah. open up Lollapalooza and shit where people would hang. Was it the Zach? Ba- uh, it was Zach a Jim Vegas guy. Jim no. something. Oh, okay. yeah. And he, and he they would come but out. That was the like an old like, thing. Yeah. yeah, Lollapalooza. They would hang. You know, some guy would come out with fucking hanging weights from his balls. Mm-hmm. And it was like gross stuff. When I, first, I don't like it gross. I, I like my me shoes. When I first started comedy, there was a guy who like did, did this open mic in Riverside. We would drive out from Vegas from and he yeah. would do the sword swallow. Yeah, like that. And he'd be thing. like staple tips on my tongue. And, you mm-hmm. know, he'd have you staple yeah. your like own money word. on him. The guy used to do it. But, that was his act in, uh, on the road from Jackass. Oh, yeah. Steve. Yeah. Staple. It's me. been yeah. shuttered. Ringling Brothers is returning with no lion and Tigers. Uh, it's been shuttered since 2017. Ringling Brothers will bring back its circus in 2023. Yes. But this time there will be no animal acts. Uh, in a cavernous audition space, one by one, the circus performers contorted, flipped, spun, danced, and stood on their heads in Vegas, Alex. So they were in mm-hmm. Vegas looking casting. So they're up, they're up and running that casting yeah. currently. Well, it's a good place to start. Didn't uh, Cirque du Soleil go out of business, I believe? I think Well, they... a lot of them were falling to their deaths. Yes. There was quite a few oh, that had fa- fallen okay. to their deaths in the, in the uh, Beatles one. Oh. Love. Uh, okay. Uh, there were a couple, so that's. But they're still going. They're still out there. I thought during. I thought they were a COVID casualty. I thought. Uh, th- maybe in Vegas they were, but there was one notable absence in the room. Phil, it would be ringmasters and macabre clowns. More than one person capable of hanging from a hoop. No animal acts. Five years ago, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus packed up its proverbial big top for what was uh, they thought was going to be for good. After now, this is impressive. A one hundred and forty-six year run. Mm-hmm. Now. I don't know if there, if one of these exists, and if it does, please point me in the right direction. But I would love, love, love to watch a documentary on cert- that 146-year run. Because I think if you look back on it now and in the days times we live in, everything about the circus is just wrong. Mm-hmm. It was, it's back in the, those days, the 146-year run of it, I'm sure there was a thing called a freak show. Yeah. Where it's just like, these people are old and gross. Come, come look at them. This woman is fat. Like they had people just, yeah. they're so fat. Look at them. Pay money to come look at these mm-hmm. people. The, nowadays, those people are on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Which yeah. is, like you want a freak show now. <laughs> they're just brave. Look, yeah. Just open Sports Illustrated. Um, but yeah, that, that's what it was. So yeah. you couldn't well, do that. They, they had <clears throat> the, the jars with all like the deformed Def- exactly, like the, yeah, formaldehyde. Yeah. So that's what the circus was 146 yeah, years ago. Yeah, it's a freak ago. show. So now... I would imagine the animal abuse is just fucking mm. crazy. How else do you tame a beast, an exactly. apex predator? Back, back in those days, it was just, there was just no rules. So uh, that's what they're going to have. They're going to be bad. I would love to watch that. And I know the, those the two guys, Jim Barnum and, mm. and Ringling Brothers, the brothers. There's Barnum a, they and have, Bailey. I thought it yeah, was. Well, it's Barnum and Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey. Oh, okay. There's four. At the time, there was four of them, okay. I think. But- Jim Barnum is is a very interesting guy too. I, I do know a little bit about him. Um, 
so I, I think the four of them were pretty freakish as well. Mm. So if you, nobody has made this documentary yet, please make it. I would want to watch. But it looks like they're going to have, I see, okay, maybe this could come back. I'll, 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 I might give it a shot. Who knows? I mean, did you ever see, uh, and again, there's a much more comedic element to it, but um, what's that one in Vegas in the circus tent, uh, Absinthe? That's yeah. really, I mean, that's a, no, people love stack that stack people stuff. on chairs yeah, yeah, and yeah. do all kinds of wild stuff. I think it was us. I'm going to say it was us, and this is another story that has been in the news, and I don't know if it's happened yet or not, but we talked about on this podcast the uh, Taco Bell's Mexican pizza. Mm-hmm. And Dolly Parton was doing a hard uh, campaign to try and get the Mexican pizza back. And then we had our friend Sarah Colonna call in. Mm-hmm. And she was going to try and get the Taco Bell. Had a Bell Beefer. The Bell Beefer. she was going to try and get back. I, I don't think it got the traction that we were hoping for. Mm-hmm. Neither that is Colonna. She didn't get, I don't think she's got the Bell Beefer back. But it looks like Dolly Parton was successful. And um, on, I believe, May 21st, Saturday, my birthday, Taco Bell will be re-releasing the Mexican pizza. That's what mm-hmm. it's called, right? Mexican yes, pizza? Yes, the Mexican pizza. Yeah. And not only that, I'm reading something about Dolly Parton will be doing a a musical about the Mexican pizza on TikTok or something. Is this, am I, am I losing my mind or, so Dolly Parton will be doing a musical I'm reading a TikTok a, a TikTok musical. musical about the Mexican pizza mm-hmm. now Doja Cat no well I believe Taco Bell will be doing it Dolly Taco Parton Bell is producing just, yeah is producing this musical <laughs> is producing on a TikTok. musical and Dolly Parton <laughs> these did, aren't real words but Dolly Parton said I'm in yeah I'm she's going in. to be a part of it uh-huh. which is that's a big get mm-hmm. getting Dolly Parton to now be a part of this Mexican pizza thing mm-hmm. is huge yes Paul Sarah Colonna is over there right now. She's probably got a, six songs written about the Bell Beaver yeah. and nobody cares. Yeah. But anyway, Doja Cat also had written us. Now, let's, do you have yeah, this Yeah, I up? have it. Doja Cat a couple of months ago, not unlike cover to cover, Doja Cat, for those of you who don't know, who I believe is in the running for Song of the Summer. We'll play her song mm-hmm. uh, later uh, next week, I think. Yes. But Doja Cat's got a song called Woman, which they're saying could be Song of the Summer. We'll give you guys a listen uh, next week. But anyway, Doja Cat has a song about the Mexican pizza that she wrote because she loves it so much. And it's on. And we're going to play that for you now. This is Doja Cat, Mexican Pizza. I made a song about Mexican pizza this because is Doja I love Cat it so introing much. Song, I wish the course, Taco so. Bell didn't discontinue it a year ago. And uh, this led me to this monstrosity of a beat that I just made. And um, I didn't I know what Doja Cat looked like until Alex showed like me this it. TikTok. And now I'm a fan. So let's go. Here it goes. All right. Right away. Already could be Song of the Summer. Yeah, honestly. Maybe this could be Song of the Summer. It's kind of provocative, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Sounds a little circusy, too, so it's perfect for Ringling Brothers. It's got like uh-huh. a circus trombone or whatever yeah. that is. I got beans. I need meat. I need a shell with the sauce and cheese. Okay. Are you guys all driving off the road right now that you have to listen to this? We're sorry. This is what you... Okay, I think we've. Thank okay. you, Doja Cat. Thank you, thank you for your Mexican pizza. I mean, that's not even. I got half nothing of against verse. Doja Cat. I happened to see something yesterday. I went down a bit of a rabbit hole. Uh, somebody had posted something about there was an award show on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they just keep coming these award shows yeah. that nobody seems to care Anyone about. Can. But this, the latest one was um, the Billboard Music Awards, I believe it mm-hmm. was. 
Billboard Music Awards, and it was a you know they had everybody there, and I saw she was there. Doja Cat was there, and uh and uh, Megan the Stallion is now the toast of the town. Everyone mm-hmm. loves this Megan the Stallion. Everybody's yeah. talking about her. She's everybody likes her outfits. She's the one to see on the red carpet. She's at the Met Gala. She's the queen of everything. She's mm-hmm. going to be in movies. I think they're starting to talk about her with movies. Good for her. God bless her. But anyway, apparently somebody, I see somebody post something online yesterday about, by the way, oh, that's it. We just, we're done with it. When is the release date of the Mexican pizza oh, May, musical? May 26th May 26th on TikTok. on TikTok. You can catch that. And the, and the Mexican pizza will be back at Taco Bell May 19th. Yes. Okay. Back to the, um, the award show that I was watching, the Billboard Music Awards. Everyone's saying a Cara Delvine. Now we've mentioned this girl mm-hmm. before, this Cara Delvine. She's some sort of model. Mm-hmm. I guess she's a model. They, yeah. they tell me. She's a model, but she's also an actress. What's her biggest movie? Like, what would be her? Honestly, biggest? Suicide Squad's probably her biggest. So she's movie. in the Suicide Squad, yeah. uh, and she's in the the brand new Only Murders in the Building with uh, Steve Martin. Oh, she's in that. Yeah, people say his Cara Delvine is off her rocker. Now, I've we've I think discussed this before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. There was another incident that she had. I believe might have been the Met Gala. She was a little kooky. Yeah. at the Met Gala, once again. I don't know if she's an act. I think she was a model who became an actress or vice versa. An actress who became a model. I'm not sure. She's a kooky, kooky gal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, apparently she's extra weird at this uh, um, a movie, this uh, Billboard Music Awards. She mm-hmm. is following this Megan Thee Stallion around everywhere. And I don't know if Megan Thee Stallion like, wanted her there. Judging by the eye rolls that she's doing, it mm-hmm. doesn't seem like she does. Yeah. It's on the red carpet. She's yelling and screaming next to her. She's like helping her with her gown. All mm-hmm. of this, I think, is unwanted. Unwa- yeah. Uh, judging by Megan Thee Stallion's face. And then I, I'm seeing another video of her. Now she's sitting next to Megan Thee Stallion. Now, the only, I know many of you are saying, why are you saying Megan Thee Stallion? <laughs> because... They're two That's eats. the way it's spelled. Yeah. Megan and the Stallion. it's not unlike Kermit the Frog. You don't say Kermit the Frog. You say Kermit the Frog. So that's why I'm saying Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Okay. And that's, I'm just doing it the way I was told to do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's sitting there. Cara Delvine sitting next to her. I don't know how that happened. I don't know if that was planned or she just sat next to her and now poor Megan the Stallion's got to deal with this shit for four hours. Mm-hmm. This is lunatic jumping around like a crazy person. It seems like she's, I uh, listen, it seems like she's on something. Something's not right. Maybe she's had a few drinks. But anyway, the, that girl, Doja Cat's in front of them. Mm-hmm. She turns around and she's chatting with Megan the Stallion about something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the Mexican pizza. Mexican sure. Pizza. Okay. They're talking about something. But this Cara Delvin's like keeps interjecting, tongue out, acting wacky. Mm-hmm. And I think both these girls like, Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like it's it you gotta watch these videos. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Well, I but, found something also of her licking Azalea Banks. Oh, she's not yeah. yeah. Well, I, whatever her situation is, she's it's been a lot. Wild. Keep an eye on her. Keep an eye on this I one. I mean, Julia Fox called her thirsty. Oh, <laughs> so you know. Julia I saw this <laughs> Julia Fox. Thank God this is over. Whatever the fuck yeah. that was for three weeks. We had to deal with this psychopath for three weeks. But uh, it feels like it's coming to an end because now it's at, we're in desperation mode because I saw her coming out of like a Target or something mm-hmm. in like just a bikini and like a denim duster. She's into <laughs> like, she makes, 
clothes out of anything denim. She's always wearing like, uh, she'd take a pair of jeans and mm -hmm. she's like MacGyver with jeans. Yeah. She'll take a pair of jeans and cut a pair of shoes out of it. She has like denim boots on and a big denim like long duster and and a bikini. And a bikini. Or, not even that, like a bra and panties or whatever. And, a and she's putting her clothes <laughs> in the fucking trunk of the car yeah. at, at Target. So she's obviously dying for somebody to acknowledge yeah. her presence, but and I guess we just did. So there you go. You're you're welcome. And this Cara Delvine's another one, just screaming and yelling mm -hmm. and jumping up and down and look at me, look at me. I don't know. Is she in movies? What would you say? What was her biggest? The biggest one? thing she'd been on is a uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, so she's she's in a Steve Martin movie. From she's in last that that year. series that with Steve Martin and, and uh, Martin Short, Murders uh, in the yeah, Room, yeah, with or something Selena like that. Gomez yeah. is on that. Yes, I never watched it. I hear it's okay. I didn't realize Cara Delvine's in it. If I'm mm -hmm. pronouncing that correctly. Anyway, I just keep an eye on this one. Keep an eye on this one. We, uh, as we like to, out, we like to out the annoying people uh, mm -hmm. here on on this podcast. We like to. That's our new thing. We like to out the annoying ones. Of course, uh, on Patreon yesterday we outed. Of course, um, and this is. I'm not certainly not going out yeah. on a limb outing these two. Megan, Megan, Megan Fox, and uh, Machine Gun. I was going to say Megan the Fox, but Me it's not Megan, Megan the, the Fox. Fox and Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. They they've gone into annoying and they're not coming back. Mm -hmm. We've full fledged annoying, not coming back. Garadovine, perhaps it could happen. Uh, that girl, Julia Fox, Julia Fox 100 percent uh, went there. into it. Didn't last long at all. Mm -mm. Uh, and on the regular, so I went to annoying real fast. Yes. Okay, now to sports illustrated swimsuit issue. Sorry, we had to stop there for a second because three years now, three years, three years we've been going, and this podcast. For those of you who don't know, we'll say this about Alex. The guy is great. He's great at like getting the joke. Getting the beats, getting the cadence, getting the, you know, he's perfect, knows when to interject, when not to interject. That, and that's a skill, and he's great at it. One, one of his things, he's not, one of his strong suits is, is not, is any type of research at all. Because I'm, a lot of times I'll be just kind of riffing, and I'll say, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. This would be the point where many of you would go, let me now just have it on in my phone. I will Google Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue just in case I can interject, see if there's anything I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. I see him looking at me, just blank stare. His phone's not even his hands on the ground. He didn't even bring up the topic yet. He goes, get the thing up. And he's looking, he's just staring at me. So I look at him and I go, just get up. You know, I know how this works. Yeah. But we, so anyway. I got you got it, it up. But it's, so there's interesting stuff here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let me try and there's a lot to 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 I hate this term. I'm gonna but I unpack. I almost said it. Unpack. Mm -hmm. I almost I hate it and I almost said it. I stopped myself. Steve Ioki, who is a DJ, right? Yes. Who just I saw he did a he threw out a first pitch recently mm -hmm. at a baseball game. I don't know if this was a joke. He was doing it as a joke. It was the worst one I've ever seen. It went into the stands. It was crazy. Anyway, Steve Aoki has got a niece. Is that to say is his niece? Mm-hmm. Yumi Yu, who is a cur Yumi New, who is a, a Japanese Dutch beauty, uh, and also the niece of Steve Aoki. Okay. And she is a what they what they call uh, a curvy, curvy model. And it, okay. It, it says here she's an Asian curve model. Okay. Ooh. I don't know if that's even a thing. I don't even know if you're allowed to say that I don't, anymore. I, don't, I mean, that I, sounds I like Asian that, hate yes, and that, curve it, hate. I, yeah, I don't know what that is, but the Japanese Dutch beauty who is a niece of, uh, is a, and Catwalker, Devin, Io, Devin Ioki, is on this. Okay, now, 
Oh, yeah, she's okay. I see what they're saying. Mm -hmm. She is definitely curvy. Okay. Okay, she's curvy. And she on the cover? She joins, okay, Kim Kardashian is also- She's on one of the covers. Yeah, now apparently here's what they do with this, just to get anyone to buy. It's like a collectible. Now they're, okay, uh, here we go. You all know Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. It was Elle McPherson. It was uh, Kathy Ireland. It was Cindy Crawford. And that's the way it was. And that's just the way it is. And then we all bought into it because we realized, hey, listen, some people are born to be on the uh, cover of Sports Illustrated. Some people aren't. Mm-hmm. And you just got to know your place in life. You're right. like, I'm not going to be on that. Mm-hmm. And I think we were all comfortable for the last 50 years be- knowing that it just wasn't for us. Kind of. Yeah. But now they're like, let everybody do it. And I'll tell you, this girl is very pretty. This uh, a- Aoki New or May. Yumi New. Yumi New. And uh, Kim Kardashian is on the cover of one of them. They have a lot of different covers. I mean, that's the cover. That's the cover. Kim, that's the of course, cover. Kim Kardashian is going to sell. That's the one they sell. Of course. That yeah. why no. And then they're saying my Musk, who was Elon Musk's mom, mm-hmm. is in it. She's seventy three, I think. She's in there. This girl that I mentioned earlier with the uh, uh, the uh, the C section scar. She's okay, in there. Yes. And. I guess, I don't even know who this guy is, but I keep reading his name. He's on Joe Rogan. He's a Canadian, and he's always yapping about something. Mm-hmm. And I guess he shamed this girl. What's his name? His name is Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> shit. Boy, do we uncovered. Finally. I've actually purchased his books. Finally, yeah. his fucking wheelhouse. Three yeah. years we've been knocking topics around. His name is Jordan B. Peterson. Oh, we finally got his name one. Is Dr. Jordan B. We, Peterson. We, we stoked the flames enough. We finally woke him up. Dr. Jordan B. I Peterson. got very animated about several things in the last few episodes. You have. That's true. But it, now, that is the most animated he has ever been when he he put his phone down to shake his finger at me and tell I me it was Jordan B. Peterson. Um, okay, so apparently what is he saying? He shamed this well, girl like, on Twitter. I mean, he pretty much said, yeah, it, what, what he had said was... I think what he had said is no level of authoritarian government can convince me that that's beautiful. Is what oh, he said. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to disagree with him because she's good looking. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a big girl, but honestly, that's a good. But beauty is bad. in the eye of the yeah, beholder, right. and if Doctor Peterson, I, I'm likes looking at thinner, this cover right now, and I'm looking at Yumi New on mm-hmm. this cover, and she looks great. Yeah, I disagree with. Her. I'm going to disagree with. What's his name again? Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with him, and I'm saying this: she's a good-looking woman. She's, she's Japanese, Dutch, mm-hmm. which is the, my two favorites. Yeah. So, Your uh, two yeah. Uh, but, uh, Anyway, so, so he's he, been, he left Twitter because he's been of that, right? From yeah, people the said, sphere. you can't say that. And he said- um, I mean, yeah, he but, left Twitter for three days. He'll be back yeah, in a week. Back. But he lives he, on the fringes anyway, right? So there you go. That's the, that's the, a little bit on, on the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue. There's always something with this- mm-hmm. But it's a magazine that nobody cares what about. What do you think about you know? Elon Musk's mom? God bless her. I mean, I didn't, honestly, I didn't even know she was it's good. I'm glad she's still alive. I thought he was born in like a test tube. I didn't even know he had a family. I'm going to uh, say this about Elon Musk. I liked it better. I liked living in a world where I didn't know who the fuck made my cars. <laughs> or And like, this guy, talk about annoying. Mm-hmm. I'm, he's... He's borderline getting annoying mm-hmm. for me. And I don't know anything about the man. I don't drive a Tesla. 
But God bless him for making electric cars and all this. But do we need to hear from him every 30 fucking seconds? Like, just, and then, I, you know, I, there are schools of thought that are like, not he may not make the car. He's got other people who make mm. these things. He's got, he has a team of scientists yeah. who come up with all this shit. But whatever. He seems to be the richest man in the world or whatever. But everybody shut up. Just, do you mm. got to have an opinion? Do we got to hear from this fucking moron and this doctor or other guy? Just shut the fuck up about the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. I would say, as as brilliant as you believe this guy is, this top clinical science, he's a top clinical scientist in the world, I believe. I'm, I'm just saying, he's certainly not a fringe person. But um, now uh, the top clinical psychologist in the world is cheapening himself by commenting on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Don't you believe that? Yeah, why would, but... Why would a, a clinical psychologist have an opinion on the girl on the cover of the sports every single human being is a professional wrestling character now right that's what i think so good point so it's it's like yeah he weighs in on it for the same reason that i weigh in on politics but i'm not running for anything we're all just we're all talk we're all strong opinions zero facts there you go you know and that's what a perfect way to put a cap on another cover how long are we at i feel like this is a long we're one. at an hour 20 what why didn't you tell me i did tell you oh you did Shit. i made the thing at oh you. my god he got so excited about this doctor what's his name dr jordan b peterson, jordan b. peterson. would you like to borrow his book i, I no i that okay. I, I don't I, I read about i see his face mm-hmm. a lot and i see people going to his live mm. events he's huge on personal accountability that's why a lot of people have turned their lives around. He's a big self-help kind of guy. Oh, he is. Yeah, I didn't know that was his thing. Um, I just see the people going to his live events, people I follow on Instagram, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, if he's going, I don't need to go. Yeah. I, that, I know the type, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I'm out. Yeah. Is that wrong of me? Well, some people need guidance. Yeah. All right. Sure. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, you guys look him up if you like him. I know now I'm going to get some fucking people telling me that. Well, actually, he's a wonderful person. And here's his. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, that's uh, all been fun. What do we got to get out of here? Oh, I don't know. We got know. something you, from uh, Stephen B. Peterson. No, Jordan B. Peterson. Jordan no. B. Peterson. Um, uh, we talked a lot about the circus. Well, the show must go on by Queen. How about that? To keep the circus going. Yes. This is a great fucking song. We don't we haven't done a lot of Queen. No, we really haven't. No. They're kind of out of jokeability. Like you kind of yeah, can't joke like about I them. know. Not that I would even joke about this song, mm. but I mean this is Empty The show must go on like Ringling Brothers. The show must go on. And this show must go on. Cover to cover must go on. Um fantastic. This is like towards the end. Mm. I believe at this point Freddie Mercury, if I'm not mistaken, had AIDS and he was so the song meant a lot more because he was performing sick and he wasn't doing well you watch the video I think he's at the end yeah still singing the song great love Queen who doesn't everybody loves Queen alright everybody that's it where you know where I'm coming Frangiola.fun Off Cabot Comedy Club Syracuse Albany perfect spot for that to come in and Hartford the show must go on that's where I'll be. Frangiola.fun. Alex is coming with me to Laugh Boston. Boom. Long Island. Yeah. Levittown. No, sorry. Brokerage Comedy Brokerage, Club in yeah. Belmore, Long Island. July 27th. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. July 27th. We'll be there. And more and more and more. Frangiola.fun has it all. Maybe Fun episode. 
Thank you, Alex. We did a lot this week, and we got to do more. We keep going. We love you. We love Jordan B. Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. Bye bye. The truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.